Well, well, first and foremost, I, I'm not convinced yet that Ben Johnson's getting the commander's job. I know oh. people have said that he's the presumptive favorite, and he may get the job. Like he, he very well may. He's in contention, but that is not a slam dunk at all right now. Mm-hmm. And 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 they are definitely looking at other people as well. And again, they may come back to Ben Johnson, but I think that they're pretty impressed with. Mike McDonald and Aaron Glenn and Anthony Weaver as well. And I think those guys are going to have a legitimate chance to get that job. Um, And then Ben Johnson's also in play in Seattle. So you have to see, okay, well, if he doesn't get Washington, is he then in Seattle? Or does Seattle pull an upset? Again, people people have said here that they think Ben Johnson's going to Washington and Dan Quinn is going to Seattle. Yes. And I will bet you, I will bet you that at a minimum, one of those is not right. Oh, At minimum. Shefty, Shefty. Dagger, dagger for real. He saw it. He saw are, it. We, are we still doing this? The DC thing. It gets me. It's my hype song. We'll change it. A bit. Everyone's moving up in the world. We're sitting here. Hey, listen. Kirk might come back. He might save the intro. Welcome in. Defeating the curse. We're down to two teams, boys. The NFL season. uh, We got about two weeks left or so. We got one game to talk about over the next couple of weeks, and we will get to all of the fun stuff. But we got to start with the commanders getting rejected by uh, not one, but two different offensive coordinator or offensive guys that were being targeted by Adam Peters in this organization. And um, event, we'll get LP in here in a little bit to talk about his take, which I really liked. Um, I mean, it was a little hot takey, right? But I'm going to give him credit, but I'll let him talk about it. LP in our in our offline chat said, this would have never happened under Dan Snyder, right? Like when he wants a guy, he's going to go get the guy. And I think that's a, I think that's a strongly worded take. Um, Revisionist history. That's what that is. I, I don't know. I don't know, FP. But Ben Johnson was the guy, and he was rumored to be coming here. And, you know, we'll talk about the games and what what did and didn't happen with the Lions. But, you know, Stevie, he kind of did him dirty. He, he, he was – they were on the way. Redskins one is taken off. They're in the air. They're on their way to Detroit to talk to two potentials. And the guy they wanted, I know, it was always, yeah, 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 yeah. It was a side eye for one, and they were locked in on the other. <laughs> They're in the air, and they get the they get word that, you know, he's re-upping with Detroit. He wants to stay. Job's not finished. Uh, Want to stick with Dan, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I, we'll talk about what it means for the commanders in a second here, but is it a bad look for Johnson to, to do him this yes. way too? Like, isn't this going to hurt him? Like, no. Into the off, yeah. next offseason? No, no, it's going to hurt him. Not going to hurt him. But okay. it's a bad look. I mean, those are two very, very different things. I mean, is it a nice thing to do to leave someone at the altar like that? To, to <laughs> you know, no. But hey, you play call the way he play called. I think on Sunday and for the entire season, the way he had been doing it. Listen, I, I, I'm shocked. I mean, I think everybody here is shocked. I was in a meeting. I walked out into these text messages that he was, uh, you know, it, all the talk in Redskins land for the last couple of weeks is how attractive of a job this is. 90 million cap, number two pick, seven picks in the top, whatever. Uh, you know, the hot new GM, pieces to build on, all this stuff. And now you've zeroed in. You, you, you read into the hype. You bought into the hype as a team. You said no to all. Two. 
let all these guys go by the wayside. I let stupid FP get me all excited. Well, Well, I mean, someone do a wellness check on Grant Paulson. Okay, this guy is devastated. Okay, and Chris Um, Russell is enjoying every second (laughs) of Grant Paulson's misery right now. That's that's low key the best feud in DC sports right now. But yes, if you're Ben, you know, the bad look by Ben Johnson, it doesn't matter because he's a boy wonder. He's an incredible offensive coordinator. But if you're the Redskins right now, you got to pivot really quickly. And Adam Peters is going to earn every penny of this. They immediately tried to go to Slowick. This is FP's guy from the beginning of I I mean, since we started talking about potential replacements for for Ron, I mean, going back to like week five, week six, week seven, FP was, I mean, you were the first one, I think, on the pod to mention Slowick, and his stock was rising and rising and rising. And within hours of, you know, Ben Johnson, I don't think he inked an extension. I think he just said, I'm going to stay here. Yeah, they didn't redo his contract. But Slowick did get a a revised contract to stay. And, I mean, can you blame him, FP? I mean, he's got got some nice pieces there in, in, you know, Tank and obviously in, in, in CJ. Like, he's got good pieces. Like, maybe he just looked at the commanders to Stevie's point and said, you know, I don't know. If, I don't know if I want to start from zero. I got a good thing here. You know, I don't. I I think, I think this is a bigger conversation than kind of just the commanders and their, their head coaching hunt because it it's it's very rare. I mean, Ben Johnson has done this two years in a row now. It's very rare for a hot name, hot commodity coordinator to say, no, no, I'm going to stay on the team and finish the fight and go for the championship or whatever. It's very rare to see that. And I, and I don't, if Snyder was here, then it would be a completely different conversation. Then we would say, nobody wants to work for Snyder. Yeah. Nobody wants to do all the the black cloud, blah, blah, blah. But now that it's a new ownership and and a really an unknown team at this point, right? Like you can mold it however you want to mold it for them to still say, no, it's not a knock on the, on the Redskins, right? Like, you have to pivot wow. quick, it, but it's not. It's it's just not right because they turned down Seattle. Seattle has Microsoft money that they could throw at a head coach. FP, they've got they've got the second overall pick in the draft. They've got yeah, but we, we've gone in we've gone in got, detail. This draft, that second overall pick, it doesn't have so value. It, well, it, it just has, doesn't have always. the value another uh, another year's second overall pick has. But to, maybe maybe. But I, I I think you're I think you're being. Uh, I don't know. I I feel like the commanders have to like this is an L. This is this is there's no it's, other way to look at this. I, it's not an L because it, it's an L if you have Snyder PTSD. It's not an L if you have. We Adam all have Peters. Snyder PTSD. Yeah, we all do, but you can't. Where, you can't where have you been? You can't look at it with the Snyder lens anymore. FP, FP to, to Stevie's point here, they had they had two targets. They got the first one done quick in Adam Peters, and that I mean. Maybe we bought into the hype a little bit too much, but we, okay, Peters is here. That's the guy. Obviously, you can see his body of work with the 49ers. But Ben Johnson was the target. He was the he was the guy. Sure. You know, last week, or maybe maybe they had a heads up on this because all this like the enemy interviewed really well talk started last week. Maybe, maybe Peters had, you know, uh, an ink, you know, just an itch or an, you know, a, a gut feeling that maybe this wasn't a done deal and they started to put this out there. Here's my fear, right? My fear is that we see 2005, 2006 happen again, where Snyder, with Gibbs announcing his retirement, goes out and grabs, uh, you know, I, I don't know if Jim Zorn was the hottest offensive coordinator in the league, but he brings him in. It wasn't even a coordinator. 
you're right, he's quarterback's coach, right? But he starts this like search to see, you know, who the head coach is going to be. And then a couple days later, he comes in and he says, you know, we had our guy in the building all along. Well, you, you, that hit, not you, hit, you here? hit on a key phrase. Bad thing happened. Then Snyder started. Okay, but, but, but Bienem Adam Peters has been doing the search for wait. What are the odds? Longer. What are the odds on BNM becoming head coach now? They're, they're probably very they're high. Skyrocketing. They're skyrocketing. They're sky, they're, yeah, mm-hmm. higher than they were two days ago. Sure. Yeah. But, Listen, but again, I, I, the, the entire narrative last week was why are we interviewing Dan Quinn? Why are we interviewing Raheem Morris? Why are we interviewing X, Y, and Z? Everybody's questioning why we're going through virtual interviews and second interviews with all these guys. But now those, those look like great moves. Yeah, Raheem is gone. Sure. But you you have your sort of baseline level of interviews that you've done. You've done a couple. You're, you're so I'm not a homer. They just, lost just option one. It. They lost option two. And now they're now they're stuck with defensive guy. Defensive option guy. three is great. The Sean McVay of defense doesn't sound like a bad catch to me. Uh, the, yes. If tomorrow afternoon we hear that Mike McDonald is head coach of the Washington Redskins, that's incredible news. If tomorrow afternoon there's a tweet in a, a Thing, what do we call them? X X's? X is an X tweet. There's no way Elon just got screwed in Delaware. We're we gonna get to that. Okay, all right, we'll get to that <laughs> later. Listen, if tomorrow we find out that Mike McDonald wants to run it back with Lamar, we got to get to Lamar too because he shit the bed. If we get to you know that message, then FP, you got to ring the alarm. You got to like DefCom five. Yeah, who's still tonight. out there is Dan Quinn, Bill Belichick. Uh, God, yeah, God, Bill Vrabel. Talk about a talk about Vrabel. Like then we are in retread well, hold on, university Vrabel, here. Vrabel, 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 Vrabel plus should be looked may at. Be a terrible. Vrabel should be looked at with the same lens that Dan Quinn is looked at. They're not different. They're not, They're not different. They're not different. I, uh, I'd rather McDonald of the bunch, right? But I just, I just have a gut feeling. Somehow this is going to play. This is going to be the enemy. And 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 honestly, they can't. Like if Seattle, if Seattle gets one of these guys, and we can't get any of them, that that's another really bad look for an organization with the number two overall pick, a zillion dollars in cap space, and blah 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 blah. Again, blah. I I think PTSD makes it us look internally, and we're saying it's an L for the Redskins. It's not an L for Redskins. It's a bigger conversation where. If you look at the landscape of the NFL, there's going to be some probably high-profile firings next season. Hold on, hold on. The Panthers got their guy. No, no, no. There's a chance the Panthers didn't get their guy. The Panthers got the only guy that will say yes to them. Well, they got a guy. They they still have a terrible owner. Nobody wants to work for No, but but what I'm saying is Andy Reid might – there's rumors he retires, right? So then you have a Kansas City team. There's rumors he's retiring after the Super Bowl. There's – if you're Ben Johnson and you're looking out there and you're like, I could go link up with Patrick Mahomes oh, if I wait a season, or the Cowboys might finally get rid of McCarthy. If I can go to the Cowboys. FP. Right. FP. There's a lot of big potential. Sirianni might not survive another year. I don't want nobody wants Sirianni. No, nobody wants Sirianni. No, but what I'm saying no, is if you're Ben Johnson, you want be better opportunities next year. Yeah. Fine. But FB, oh, we're talking about the Redskins now. True or false, we will end up with a defensive head coach in the next week. Yeah, I think at this point it has to. It's, it's either be enemy. Wait, or, wait. Or, I, I, I'm getting to. I want FP yeah, yeah. to play this tape out till right. the end because true, if the answer that, is that was true, a possibility three days ago too. A much more likely possibility tonight where we yeah. sit yes. than six hours ago. Yeah. And so, therefore, if that is true, we will end up with a second-rate offensive coordinator. True or false? 
There is no top-rate, first-rate offensive coordinator available. So therefore, by default, we will end up with a second-rate offensive coordinator who will be ushering in a new offense with a number two draft pick quarterback that he'll have to bring into it. So at that point, Stevie, okay, so so pull that thread a little bit. You you put the defensive guy. Maybe you're not drafting a quarterback at two. Maybe Biennemi gets another cut at this with, with Howell. And True. you trade down and you do, you know, you do what you need to do from there. Or you disrupt the entire draft and you take Marvin I'm, Harrison. I'm not as I'm not as out on the enemy as you have to be. You need oh, to I be because there is nothing that he has shown us. The players don't like him. The well, fans have, don't like him. He's gonna have he, players. He's got one thing going for him. Uh, yes. Okay. I'm not gonna say it. Don't say it. Say it. Okay. Mark Cuban would hire him. How about that? I think he's got a little bit more going for him than that. I I think we're, we're, if, if, if he was unable to influence the roster and the game plan and whatever, you know, due to Ron, I mean, you could do worse. You could do worse. I don't think Ron was, was holding one of EB's. Ron Ron is getting interviews left and right to run like, challenging a team like revisionist history again they're just deciding to conveniently forget yeah. his time coaching the redskins and the panthers and just pretend he's the the sure. dc of the chargers again. I, think, I think there is something to be said fp you, you made a point about like it's this is an uncommon trend and you're right I, I mean i remember there was a couple seasons with the patriots where uh what's that guys i always forget is mcdaniel mcdonald mcdaniel josh mcdaniel josh mcdaniel right where he had gigs and he interviewed i think he even accepted a job and then backed out of it to stay with tom brady right like yeah it's happened here and there right and 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 i'm looking at it if you're ben johnson you were maybe three or four really bad calls from going to the super bowl with a team that has a, a ton of young talent basically everyone's under contract in detroit and you may be able to entice one or two free agents to come to to you know to upgrade that offense which was already very potent it's hard to turn that down, right? Like being being on a, especially with with the story with Detroit. Like if, if that was a like a, a Packers team, maybe he leaves, right? Because there's a history of winning. But yeah, there's something I think about Detroit. I think somehow like Dan well, is going to retain both that, those coordinators. That's, that's make- ridiculous. You work your whole life to get to be a head coach. If you are in the coaching game, as your whole, but if you go too early, I also you have to look at, you also have to look at the money. You hurt yourself, right? You have to look at the money of this, right? So Ben Johnson was rumored saying he wanted 15 million, right? Which is insane for a first time coach to before even the interview coming before the interview season started, that number was out there. And then you probably have some schmuck like Tepper out there for Carolina that probably threw the bank at him to convince anybody to come to his team. Right. And then Ben Johnson was probably using that to negotiate Leverage. maybe even more money. Right. Sure. And then nobody, no, no real GM, no real team is going to just throw $20 million, 50 million or more to, to an essentially an unknown head coach. Right. Like, yes, he did great with Detroit, but he also developed his own system. Right. He is his own branch. He's not coming from a coach. Well, he's got, he's got, what, he's not coming from a coaching tree. So what I'm saying is yeah. you don't know how a Ben Johnson offense plays out after a defense after defenses yeah. have looked at it for and, two seasons. And, you and don't I know see- how he is as an as an as a leader. And and to go back to the airplane thing, that is a Josh McDaniels kind of poo-poo stain on him to just kind of tell a team, hey, I'm not gonna do this, even though you're halfway here. That's a bad look. And and I don't think and Peter or Peters has said above all. 
the number one thing he's looking for in a head coach is, is leadership, right? Like he wants the guy to be vocal, to be a leader, to come out there. And if you have essentially this millennial head coach, this young guy who thinks he's a hot shot, that's just going to kind of wave his middle finger at the team when they're flying out to talk to him, that's a bad look. You know, it's and not a bad you look. You also have to realize Winning. DC media is toxic, right? So if you're already going to do something like that and, and you're going to – It's a bad look. Come and talk uh, to DC media, we'll chew you up. I don't care about any of those things you just mentioned. When I saw on Sunday him slashing that 49ers defense in the first half, the play calling, the execution, the, the reverse at the yeah. right time, the Jamison Williams touchdown – the ability it to all get, it was all against public enemy number one in my eyes. Was, yeah, everything uh, was against Chase Young. Of course, running right at ninety two right was, was amazing. Okay, no, I could have rushed for two touchdowns against Chase Young that game. He, I, I mean, I can't remember who said it, uh, but one of the coaches or someone said they are just guys. Oh, Dan Orlovsky, uh, ESPN said there are guys that just have a knack for play calling at the right time, and it was so evident on Sunday where they would have a blitz. He'd have a screen. He'd have a quick pass. They were, you know, stacking the box. But deep that's ball. that's coordinator talk. We've seen it a lot where where the offensive play calling genius doesn't necessarily translate to head coach. Don't right? reference McVay. Eric Bieniemy. No, no, no. I was going to say McVeigh has proven he can do it. Kyle Shanahan has proven he can do it. But then you have Mike McDaniel's struggles okay. with play calling. Hey, at, hey, under hey, his hey, 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 hey. Hey, as a bridge too get too cold, you don't and pick the, on McDaniel. Drops. I, I'm just. I mean, look, look. The, the Lions had the perfect game plan going into that game, and and we got to talk about Dan here for a second. There's something to be said about you know doing what you've been doing all season, right? And and rolling the dice here and there, but it's hard. It's hard. I mean, I remember watching the game and just thinking to myself, like I, I'm all for the the gutsy go for it call. But if it doesn't work on the first try, you you, you gotta like it, it was just reminiscent of the Cowboys game where he just kept going for two points when yeah. instead of taking points. Like he's just it's like he was obsessed with the idea that he's fighting Yeah, well, of all, all what, what what didn't work, Joe? A drop pass by your wide receiver? What didn't work? I mean, you lo- you lose the game by what three? Yeah. I mean, you, you, you gotta like some goal? some things are situational, right? You you look at the scoreboard. You were up seventeen, and then you were up ten, and then you were up three, and now you have a chance. Now you're down three. You, you tie the game. Like you, you can't like there's something. And I understand the philosophy, right? Dan Campbell's philosophy is we're gonna go for it against you know we're gonna we're gonna play to win the game when we're playing against teams that are equal or better than us, and maybe we'll play it a little safe with uh with teams that are are you know lesser, right? And I get it, but it hurt him. I mean. How do you and drop up that loss to anyone else except Dan? For anyone who's, and who's ben killing Frank and Benjamin, I can't hear that because anyone who's killing Dan Campbell on not kicking the field goal, the 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 Detroit kicker, it was a forty-eight yard field goal, forty-eight yards and more. He has a forty-five percent make rate. So people assuming it was a hundred percent make when you go out to kick it, it was a. It was, it, I mean, he probably had a forty percent chance of getting the fourth down. So. It, it, he did nothing wrong. Dan Campbell did nothing wrong. He kicked the field goal at halftime at the goal line when it was fourth and three. Oh, but that's where you go for it. But see, but that, oh, that's, wait, that's, wait. That's, I mean, I'm just saying that, that's where you go for it. That's where you go for it. You have all the momentum. Like, momentum matters. You can't measure momentum. There, there needs to be a, a flip of the switch when it comes into s- insanely meaningful games, right? Regular season, you can afford to bite kneecaps and be aggressive and do all that stuff. But when it comes into 
the second most important game ever of the season yeah. in the championship game, you take the points or you take the points, especially against a team like the Niners have that have proven that they can score building. on a flip of a switch. That is that that your weakest part of your team is your secondary on defense, and you're going against the Niners mm. who have amazing receivers and talent and speed all over the offense. You just you have to take the points when you can take the points. How am I the voice of reason here? The only reason if Jameer Gibbs doesn't fumble on that first and ten at the twenty-five. We are talking about Eminem at the Super Bowl. How uh, that was right. the oh, that was a killer. Well, killer. If, yeah, I mean, if they catch the ball, if if I mean, the, the Niners, I think missed a field goal as well somewhere in the, the first half of that game, if I'm not mistaken, right? So like, yeah, okay, like the ball's funny and it bounces. You know, it's a weird shape and it bounces a funny way, right? Like, I get that. No, that fumble, that was the momentum. They could have gone out and had a, an extended drive. 49ers had momentum. And that dry, that fumble just catapulted them. Yeah, I that's mean, even more start, reason why you go after the point when you can. Yeah, in the third quarter, steal it was the momentum back. Field goal, touchdown, touchdown, and then to start the fourth quarter it was field goal, touchdown. Like it, it, it went from lead to tie to out of reach very quickly. Yeah, you gotta do, you gotta do something to kind of slow it down. And and frankly, like just to bring it back to Ben Johnson here, like he's not gonna get thrown in or lumped in with uh, with Dan as far as the calls to go for. But obviously, he was part of the decision-making, right? I mean, he clearly... And you're right, Stevie. Like, he had the right play call at the right time. And what's his face? Uh, was it... Uh, Jamison Williams. Jamison Williams, yeah. Dropped the ball, right? But, like, from a... from a Talk about a balanced game. I mean, Goff threw for 273. Montgomery ran for 93 on 15 carries. Jameer Gibbs looked great, right? I mean, working hard for his 45 yards. Laporta looks like he's going to be the next... Kelsey. Kelsey, yeah. I mean, he's got that build. He's got that like that knack for finding the soft spot in defenses. I mean, he goes for 97. Um, you know, the, the St. Brown was the most exciting player to me, right? Because, I, I again, I was buying into the hype that Johnson's coming and maybe he turns McLaurin into like a, a St. Brown type, right? A little smaller but quick and big hands and whatever. But, you know, it, it we were all cheering with the exception of 20. We were all cheering for the Lions, right? I mean, I, th I think we were all yeah. on the Lions. Yeah. And it, it's not, but I mean, but listen, when 71 is out there, a piece of my heart is always going to be I, with 71. Okay. He was on the yeah. stage. He, I'm happy. He didn't love post game. There was he, no love for him post game. He, he was interviewed and his mom took a dig at the team at the Redskins. I, can you blame her? Like, how his does mama, it feel? You know what? I don't know how his mom looks like, but I do. She's like, hi. Mm. Exactly right. She's like, how, how do you feel, Trent? Blah, blah, blah. And his mom like takes the mic. She's like, "He came from the worst team and the worst situation." <laughs> Just, really? Yeah. I mean, I didn't hear that. Redskins no, taking L's me. left and right. Can we talk about Brock Purdy for a second? I need to apologize to Brock Purdy. I I think I do I think too. All, I think the league needs to apologize. Forty-eight rushing Purdy. yards and critical in a in critical moments. I mean, really critical moments. I mean, he was rushing like Lamar out there. He looked he looked really good. He looked really good. And and Debo played I mean, obviously a complete game. Brandon Ayuk would they, they just played. I mean, they showed you why they were the number one. And then, you know, FP, you said it a couple weeks ago, and it's gonna just it's still ringing in my head, right? You, you get excited with wild card weekend and like all the teams, and oh, maybe this team can do this, and maybe this there was nobody getting past 40 the 49ers. No, they were the class of the NFC from start to finish. The Eagles looked, you know, at one point in the season. You think back and look at you think back to like the our top five teams going back, you know. 18 weeks now or whatever it was, right? The 49ers were always in that mix somewhere. Even when they dropped three in a row, they were still in that mix. 
they're just the best team start to finish and and they deserve it. I mean, they, they absolutely do. I was definitely cheering for the Lions and they're not that far away, right? I mean, I think if this game is in Detroit, does it go the other way, boys? If it's in Detroit? I think possible. So. I mean, I, so. I mean, crowd noise plays a big diff- yeah. a, a big role. I, so. I mean, I said this in the, the in the thread we were going back and forth. I don't know any two guys harder to tackle in the NFL than Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. I mean, yeah. the amount of broken Debo tackles. They, they they need an army to tackle them, and Kansas yeah. City better be ready for those two guys because those guys. And you usually have seventy one in front of you clearing exactly. the lane. It's, but I mean, like those are two guys. I, I I probably can't think on on more than one hand of guys that can carry an offense. Christian McCaffrey can carry an offense in the NFL, which is incredible because the NFL is the most team sport that you can think of. Christian McCaffrey can carry an offense by himself, mm-hmm. and Debo's not far behind when they get him the ball in some space. Yeah. Can, can we switch gears and talk about the Ravens? So I want to talk about this game. So disappointing. Were we all in on the Ravens? I, I was, I was pulling for the Ravens and not by a lot, but I wanted to see, I wanted to see Lamar get over the hump. I was all in until I got all out probably in the first five minutes. And then it was actually kind of cool watching Baltimore implode. Honestly, it's kind of fun. It happens a lot. Apparently it's fun. The personal yeah. fouls, the Ray Lewis, the T Sizzle. I mean, you, when you get desperate, you bring T Sizzle out. Yeah. In the third well, Ray, Ray was out there doing his chipmunk lightning thing and whatever before the game. Like I, I, I appreciate that they, uh, I appreciate that they try and they like they do their thing and you know whatever. It's fine. It's fine. You know, but I, I was surprised. Do you think the Kelsey pregame stuff with the kicking of the helmet and the get out of our way and all that stuff? Do you think that that really, like as professional athletes, do you really think that gets under under it's- Baltimore players' skin? It's it was dirty from Kansas City side because I mean well, I no, think, what's Tucker doing there? He's on the no road. Tucker Tucker came out. Tucker said for like twenty years now, every game both kickers are practicing on both ends of the field. It's just what they do. It's just kind of normal NFL practice, and the Chiefs are just kind of being a little janky with it. They're just being a little asshole, I mean, which, I, I, which I can respect. I, if you're I, gonna I, get into your opponent's head and you're gonna kind of have that douchebaggery, yeah. I'm I'm okay with. We're it. in your I, building, like we don't like we 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 believe we are better than you, even though the stats say otherwise. Like, uh, yeah, you, you don't think Mahomes and, and and Kelsey? You said, hey, we're gonna yeah, they do. Let's, let's make it, let's make it chippy. Yeah, let's yeah, make I think it Mahomes. Chippy. I think the Chiefs is crazy to see the Chiefs have embraced that heel turn. You know, you see that in WWF. You know, but it was you know only so many years ago. When the whole world was cheering for them, yes, uh, yeah. you know, against the Patriots and 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 in the Super Bowls and stuff, and so they now, quickly uh, became the villain. Yeah, they, they quickly it, became the dynasty that everybody wants to see. And they they've owned it though. They 100%. they you know they don't shy away from it. They don't hide I, Taylor Swift. They don't do any of that. You well, know? it's just like Brady and Gronk with their uh, their their douchey Instagram reels, where they're just flexing and throwing up all the rings that they have. It's the same thing with Mahomes and Kelsey. It's just they're just a little bit less likable than Brady and Gronk. But, uh, a lot more, yeah. lot more unlikable. But, but keep, yeah. it on the, keep it on the Chiefs here for a second. Mahomes only threw nine incompletions, and seven of them were in the first half. Like just, just it's an incredible performance by him. And I, I have to, I have to apologize to him too. Not too long ago, I was asked point blank. You know, it was a kind of heated back and forth. Right? Is Mahomes elite? And I was like, ah, I don't know if I don't know he if is. I can say he's elite, but he's a hundred. He's very elite. Right, he he absolutely belongs in that in that. But also the, the quarterbacks because he's getting it done now with Rashi Rice and MVS and the Chiefs whoever were else gifted that. that game. They were gifted that game. You had the number one rushing offense of the Ravens going against like the twenty eighth ranked run defense of the Chiefs. Yes, right. The Chiefs defense is great, not against the run, 
And for whatever reason, they only had like what six rushing attempts, nine rushing attempts, something three like for, that. Yeah, three for Gus, three for Gus Edwards, it's, it's, and three it's, for Justice. It's Hill. insane. And and I mean, running the ball in in the playoffs, in the cold months, in January, it's it's just football one on one. And but the number one rushing problems. team won again. Yeah, they improved. They had a number one defense though. Uh, FP. You know, I mean, the, the Mahomes played, and I, I hate to say it, he played. An incredible. I mean, that was yeah, but also they they only put up what seventeen points. Yeah, on the number one defense. Yeah, Yeah. but I'm saying if you establish the run as the Ravens, but more so than that, the run wasn't working. It wasn't working. They they didn't even attempt. They didn't establish it. They pulled the EB. They abandoned it before they even started. If it ain't working, you have to abandon it. No, not not when you're this good. Not when you've got these two guys that can no. that can legitimately okay. I, run the ball. I, I don't know why we're talking about anything besides Lamar Jackson. Well, he I don't. Well, one we'll of the worst quarterback I, games I've ever seen in my entire life. He he's coming under a lot of heat because he has been given everything under the moon. Right? He he wanted the contract. He got the money. He demanded for OBJ. He got OBJ. He wanted Zay Flowers or somebody in the first. They got Zay Flowers in the first. He has the number one defense. He had great running backs. He had everything given to him. And still, when it comes time for him to be that guy, completely disappears. Man, he looked terrible. I mean, he, he, six playoff he, games in, in a row now. He has, he's like two and four. He beat CJ Stroud in Houston, and he beat a an old ailing uh Tennessee team with Ryan Tannehill, and that's it. Those are the only two teams he can get past in the playoffs. I mean, just the eye test, his pocket awareness on Sunday was so bad. The Kansas City, they had no rush. Okay, Chris Jones looked injured half the game. They had no rush whatsoever, and he was holding on to the ball too long. He was indecisive about running. He overthrew so many deep balls. Yes. Okay. He made a couple amazing plays. That's he, also, all. he also didn't get any help from like like Beckham was, oh my was God. Half running routes. Isaiah Likely's calling for the ball when he's triple covered. Like, like <laughs> there's I mean he, that he was, was a church basketball move. Okay? That, was, that was that was church <laughs> ball. Like I'm open, just just throw it and I'll you know out muscle everyone. Like I don't know what you're doing. He, it's his fault for ultimately throwing the ball. But what's likely doing calling for that? Like, you're triple covered. <laughs> because likely he's used to calling for it when, when they're four yards out of the red zone or the end zone and, instead of 40 yards. He, but they also got Mark Andrews back, and he – Again, he's not useful unless they're in the red zone. Run the damn ball, get into the red Six, zone, and I, then I make your plays. As poor as Lamar's uh, performance was, it, I, I put this on coaching. You, you, can't, you can't run your two studs, your two workhorses, Six times total when the it's a one possession game. Like, wh- wh- what are we doing here, Stevie? Like, you got it, you got to stick to the run. If they're down 30 points, okay, like you have to abandon, you got to get points quicker. But it's a it was a one possession game. The whole well, what, both of you are advocating for is taking the ball out of the hands of the NFL league MVP. Uh, no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying you, the Ravens all season have established the run, worked play action, and taken shots selectively down the field. You're also your missing another important receiver. point. It was raining in Baltimore. Even more reason to run the ball. Steve Spagnola coached a hell of a game, and it was very clear. It was, we are going to stop the run, make you throw the ball, and see if you can beat us. And guess but what? He was, you can't beat him. He was blitzing like 99% of the time. Chiefs the defense. best way to counteract the blitz is to run. They, Lamar, they deserve, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you mean right. Lamar Jackson run, or you mean to run the ball? I just no, mean run, run. The run the ball, run the ball. But do an RPO and keep it with Lamar. It doesn't matter. But you, if you're blitzing, 
I, I, I mean, Tony, God, Tony Romo said it a thousand times, and I hate Tony Romo. You run where the blitz is coming from. That, that's it. You run the way the or pressure just, is coming or from. Or you just find Chase Young and run right at him. It doesn't matter where the blitz is coming from. Just find him and then go right at You're, him. We're going to be talking about Super Bowl champions in a couple weeks. Uh, oh, my God. Talk about, oh, my God. Is he going to get benched? He better. A rumor. Is he going to have to? I mean, he won't have. get benched. He won't get benched. I, I don't know what team. He's a defensive liability against, uh, I mean, uh, Pacheco and uh, and uh, what's his face? Uh, Edwards Alaire. Like, and I, Kelsey. I, I do want to I want to bring up Andy Reid here, right? Like there was for two days, right? There was this talk about EB going back to the Kansas City Chiefs after the season ended and, and Andy Reid wanted him back to help him, whatever. The Chiefs have done what, like the last two games, they have established the run early and they have pounded the football. And Isaiah Pacheco has looked tremendous, right? I mean, it, I mean, it's not a ton of yards, just consistent. Just run and a half, angry. three, three and a half, two, four, two, one, four yards. Like, consistent. I mean, it comes down to championship DNA, right? Yeah, well, but they, I mean. Mahomes is getting it done again with with Rashi Rice and MVS, right? MVS, you know, to his credit, two targets and two catches. Usually to get two catches, he has to be throwing the ball, what, eight or nine times, right? So, so like, the guys made plays, but, I mean, how do you, how do you, how do you pick against them given that they have now found a way to beat two really good teams? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what else. You know what I was so impressed with? Especially when you're a road team, what the Chiefs did so well on Sunday was they got into third and manageables. It was always third and short. It was always third and three. So yeah. you get this Ravens crowd who's hyped up and drunk and all this, and they're screaming, and it's third and four. You complete the pass, quiet down. Everybody get loud and whatever, third and short. And Mahomes, he was so good at taking what the defense was giving him. Yeah. And so there was never this like third and 12. It was never the Ravens. They could pin their ears back and go after the quarterback. It wasn't like that. So – you know, coming from, you know, Redskins football, it's shocking. I'll tell you the other thing that's shocking. If we could piss on the Redskins a little bit for no reason. <laughs> what would it take? Who's the middle linebacker for the – is it Will Compton? Do we well, have a middle linebacker? 15 years ago, sure. Take all the, the middle linebackers that the Redskins have ever had and package them. Can we sell the actual land in Ashburn and trade it for Roquan Smith or Fred <laughs> Warner? Okay. Well, what would it take – these guys, I mean, they are in on every play. It's yeah. unbelievable. Fred yeah. Warner. Yeah, they're like a real defense. Yeah. All the good defenses centered around stellar linebackers. Somebody should tell Ron Rivera that. Who is our uh, – I can't think of linebackers You mean is the Casey former coach Hill, a linebacker? linebacker? Who? Casey – well, I'm saying Ron Rivera, the former linebacker, couldn't figure this out. Yeah. He, he was on the 85 Bears, wasn't he? Yeah. He, he could be on every yeah. – yeah. He, he's, he's Who so, is our middle linebacker? I Jamin don't know. Jamin Davis. Jamin Davis. Is that what you're looking for? Yeah. I was thinking of a white guy. I thought it was a white guy. We got rid of Cole Holcomb. He went to the Steelers and Will, played Will well Compton. before he got injured. Will Compton, like from Barstool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Will yeah. Compton is a Barstool bro now. Yeah, wait, he was, was our linebacker for a while. 2005, Stevie? Like, what, 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 yeah, he was going against Taylor Lewin, who somehow is a podcast guy now, too. Yes, <laughs> yes. Look, I mean, next week we'll talk about the Super Bowl maybe in, in, a, in, in more – with more, I don't know, fidelity. But, I mean, early, early – early tingle here. Are, are you going Chiefs, Stevie, or are you going... No, you going, I think the 49ers are the better team. All things equal, they should win the game. FB I think coaching will be equal. See, that's that's where I differ, right? I think the Niners have the better roster. I think the 
Chiefs have the better coaching staff. I love some Shanny, but you can't go against Andy Reid in the big games. Yeah, I, I, it's tough. I'm, hard, I'm leaning. I'm hard leaning, to go against Andy Reid in yeah, big games. I'm, I'm leaning 49ers, but my my gut is telling me that it's it's going to be the Chiefs. I mean, they're they just know how to scheme for every team. It seems like they're never caught flat footed, and and a lot of the and. and I'm also not, the conspiracy of it all where they I, I was going to say let I was going to say can we get through an entire episode without talking about you know Taylor and the thing and the field and the pointing at Reed and Reed pointing at her and No but what we need to do and also Eminem shouldn't be flicking off people No nah, I mean if you watch if you watch the video if you watch the video it was a completely like a, a fun joke gesture it wasn't like anger how, 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 Can I ask a serious question how much pressure is on Kyle Shanahan right now a ton. He's got. I mean, the the twenty eight to three talk. You you would have to imagine going into halftime of the game on Sunday. Yeah, that's our and, future head coach there. And, okay. and I, I mean, was, <laughs> it was just like locked into his head. I we'll talk about John. Then John from Chantilly's forty five minutes. We literally I, I talked know. about he, this. He, he wants to tell. He wants to do another McDonald hit. He, it, yeah, John, you could join the show if you want. It it's, just, it's MAC, by the way. Yeah, it's uh, it's Mac. Like, how like, much pressure is on Kyle Shanahan right now? Because okay, that was my thought here. Okay, like going into halftime. In that building, is he not thinking twenty-eight to three? And like, how how can I like, like how do I get out of this? Right, like this is another big game, and his team is just that would do a lot for Mahomes' legacy if he has some sort of crazy comeback like Brady against a Shanahan offense. Yeah, but you you got to think Shanahan's learned that if they get ahead early, you're gonna keep your foot on the gas for as long as it takes. And so, uh, <laughs> this guy's killing it. Can we, you got to bring him on, okay? Know, I'd, lo- I'd love to. Yeah, get him. a long time. Talking, long okay. Time. Yeah, yeah. We, we gotta get him in here. I think of all the players, of all the QB coaches, legacies right now, the Kyle Shanahan has the most pressure Kyle. on him. Hundred percent. Yes. The Chiefs are playing with, with with house money right now. They got nothing to lose. Been they were not supposed to be here. here. Yeah. yeah, the San Francisco, the the Forty Niners are the juggernaut. They were the best team in the NFL with the Ravens. They are the ones that have all the pressure squarely on them to get over the hump. And but it's going to be a Niners crowd. It's Vegas. It's true. I, I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, the Chiefs have fans everywhere. Come on, let's be honest. I mean, they're the dynasty. They, yeah, have, they have literally have fans everywhere. The Swifties yeah. will come in. The Swifties are gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. Would you rather have Taylor or Eminem at the Super Bowl? I would rather have. We were talking about it in the the, the chat. I want a camera pointed at uh, McCaffrey's girl. No, but What's you don't think again? it's a little ridiculous that Eminem is out there with his his dyed beard, giving double middle fingers to people. Like, it's Eminem, man. It's on brand. I'm surprised he didn't old. moon everybody. Just enjoy your team being relevant and like. Listen, I'm actually I'm not a big Taylor hater. The pro- the biggest problem with Taylor Swift. Also, she's not the one. Hold on, hold on. Hold that thought. She, she's not the one that's like telling them to put her on camera, right? Like, like CBS is the one that's got the you know the 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 instant erection constantly just going back. Travis made a catch. Go to Taylor. Like I'm with yeah. you. The producer the booth is like Taylor now. Taylor now. Taylor now. Like the biggest problem with Taylor Swift is Brittany Mahomes. <laughs> it's a package deal. Yeah, I didn't follow that either. Problem. because you have to see her stupid face every time. Exactly. Yeah. Jackson and the, you know Jackson's the gonna brother. Be there. Oh, the best thing about Taylor Swift being involved is we never have to see the brother. We never have to see what's his face. Well, what's the what the the, the Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we don't have to. We never yeah, have to Taylor's see. probably like put him in the next suite. I don't want him to see. Yeah, I'm fine with it. And and she's gonna 
move heaven and earth to get from Tokyo to the Super Bowl. It's fine. And Travis will propose if they win. It'll be fine. It's going to happen. We, we said it. Under the confetti. I mean, I, I really wanted to see the Lions. I got to be honest. I really wanted the Lions. We need to go back to Christian McCaffrey's girlfriend. And we need the I mean, camera on a, her more a, than Taylor Swift. 12 out of 10. Yeah. I, I just learned that that's Ed McCaffrey's son. I literally just found out. Really? I had what, no I, idea. I mean, honestly... Did you watch? Did you watch both games this weekend, Stevie? Because you're talking like you watched football this week. I watched <laughs> it start to finish. Very attentive. It was actually some incredible football. Yeah, it was some, some good games. You, you know, high drama. You know, great games. The NFL got everything they wanted, and I assume they're going to get the, more of the same in two weeks. I mean, Joe, it's your your favorite number is TV ratings. They had what 55 million, 57 yeah. million viewers Super Bowl, per game. The Super Bowl should set a new record this this time around. Absolutely, even with the streaming and the whatever and the whatever and the screen sharing, the it's it it should it should do a massive number. It should, it should. I got two more topics, and then we'll uh, we'll put a bow on this one, guys. Um, Stevie, I want to talk about the Nats new uniform. Ugh. I kind of so ugly. So ugly. I kind of like it. Fire. I love it. I like it. You talk about the, the pajama top or the mm. uh, the button up? Why the, is the one the no buttons. Purple. Like the pajama top with the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like it. I think I'm I mean, gonna buy one of those. The craziest thing about the, the jersey reveal is that they never announced, no one had any clue yeah, yeah, that they were can't. doing any of this. They just well, that's what I happens don't like that they're team. getting rid of the cherry blossom after next season either. I love the cherry blossom. That's fine. It's like the district. The, I mean, the, the Wiz have a, a cherry blossom one too. But it, Stevie, this is what happens when you don't have an owner. Like the team doesn't have an owner. They've been for sale for a hundred years. Like at this point, we should we should make a bid. Let's just see what happens. I, I think we could come in pretty strong. The, the most exciting thing that's happening with the Nats is they released their uh, minor league invites to spring training, which actually I just booked my trip. I'll be at spring training March 13 to 16. And the minor league field, so there's 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 three major league fields and one minor league field. CFB. The minor league field this year will be much more exciting than the major league one. I'm just thinking, is attending spring training for the Nats the equivalent of like a college kid going to like Daytona Beach in spring break? It, it's the coolest thing ever. It's literally the, the coolest thing ever. Because I would go to spring training, training if there's a parallel to classic Daytona Beach spring break. You go daytime spring training at Nats ballpark, nighttime Mar-a-Lago, five minutes away from each other. Okay, you got everything there. It's all your favorite things, Stevie. It's all your favorite things. <laughs> if Trump's if Trump's I mean, look, lawyer that just lost for him is there, I'll go. So similarly, staying on staying on the Nats here for a second, the the Orioles were sold today. I mean, congratulations, was, yeah, David Rubenstein. A little shocking that Baltimore team, the Baltimore franchise, gets sold before the DC franchise. I, I to me that's just seems Why? a little. I don't know. I mean, I know they have More the TV rights franchise. You're saying they're like the redheaded stepchild? I, it's just odd. You, you would think that the Nats with the newer stadium and kind of the more recent uh, World Series victory and whatever, like the better. I, I don't know if it's a better ballpark, but certainly it's, it's nicer. I mean, I'd rather be in D.C. than, you know, crap town Baltimore. But well, you know, who bought them is David Rubenstein, who yeah. is the founder of the Carlisle Group. And the rumor was that he'd been trying to buy the yes. Nats, but learners won't give it away for less than two billion. So he goes and pivots and buys the Orioles, brings Cal Ripken in as a minority owner, right? And they go for one seven with a roster that could be a dynasty, you know, but, a young roster that could be great. But now the Nats definitely get the two billion, right? No, they no, should go for less. Them. Exactly. They have less assets. Mm -hmm. They have no TV deal, no nothing. Well, they, they sh well, uh, oh yeah, you're right because the Orioles have that weird Masson Masson two HTS uh, 
hold which over. should get sorted out. You guys remember HTS? <laughs> I know John remembers HTS. <laughs> FP, did you ever do HTS? No, 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 you, no, you're a, you're an NBC Sports Washington guy. I, I just I didn't care about baseball enough. Or is it complex? No, it was HTS complex. was uh, home team sports. Everything. Yeah, HTS was like the local. That's where I watched my bullets games. Yes, we it, we would come home from school at four. You gotta give me. I, I don't. You gotta give me channel number. I think it was eighty six. For sure, it's eighty six. <laughs> For sure, it was eighty six. Yeah, yeah. Wood panel cable box. That's how far back. Wood panel cable. Yep. Media general. Media yeah, general yeah. cable. Yeah, yeah. My mom with fruit time. She's cutting up the fruit. Okay, those yeah. those were better days, man. Go to WGN to watch the. That's why there's so many Cubs fans because they were always on uh, on on WGN. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And Braves fans always on TBS. Right, like that's why that's why everybody on the East Coast was watching these two. Um. Anyway, anyway, um, the Wizards got a win yesterday. I'm not going to bore you with that, but it was a surprising win. I, yeah, First of all, it's it's multiple wins after firing Wes. Yes. So all we're doing is ruining our chances of, of a high draft pick, high lottery pick. Uh, they're going to be in the mix either way because the NBA does a lottery system. So being it's because forced, the NBA is never going to let us get Bronny and bring LeBron over yeah. to, to D.C. There was an interesting NBA like nugget that I read that the. It, like national viewership is actually like super down, but regional viewership is actually ticked up. So people are watching the local teams. They're not watching like the national broadcasts, right? So like Wizards fans are watching Wizards games, but they're not watching like Lakers at whatever. Games. Yeah, yeah. The, the Which is crazy games. because like you had Lakers Warriors go to double overtime like yeah. three days ago. It was a great it's game. Defense. It, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's so hard to watch when everybody's good for 160. Like, like it used to mean something when you like when you had a guy that was doing 25 points a night. Like that used to be like awesome. Now it's it's so. I mean, you had the 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 what's the dude's name on the Mavs? Uh, Luca. Uh, Luke. Luca went for 73. Right. And yeah. He, like two days after what's guy, his face on the six. You want to talk about like? I, listen, I respect his game, but you want to talk about a guy who looks like he plays in a, a church league. That dude doesn't jump when he shoots. I mean, that that, that guy is sitting at a shisha bar drinking tea. He, and smoking he, right before, he doesn't have like, if, if you play with him in a video game and you hit turbo, like he doesn't go any faster. Like he he's just. I mean, it, it, are we? Do we all see that a hundred is in striking distance? A hundred point game? Yeah, yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, we all can I see mean, the headline on yeah. Sports Center breaking news. I feel, I feel like Kobe could have gotten it. In today's NBA, probably. In today's NBA, he could have gotten it. Because no one plays – like, no one plays – I mean, LeBron – listen, I, I'm not a LeBron guy, but he's averaging a zillion points, and he's I'm shift, I'm shifting. I'm shifting on LeBron and his legacy. Do you see the stat that he has more years – sticks to basketball. He has more years as NBA All-Star than not an, like an NBA All-Star. And not an NBA like, player, yes. NBA yes. player. Yes. 20 years all-star, 19 years not. Just so much, years just old. too many stupid things, FP. He's always reading the first page of every book. He never, he doesn't, he can't read. I can, I can separate the two, right? The on-court LeBron, I can, I'm impressed by. The human LeBron, complete trash. Yeah, he's, I mean, FP's not calling him Rosa Parks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, it's impressive. He's averaging a ton of points and he's so old. I mean, he's going to play with his kid. Like, it's going to happen. It's gonna happen when you, when you go back to the hundred point game though. It is gonna be someone like a Luca, who the, those jump shooters, the, the guys that like those like Ray Allen shooters that need to like get a lot of lift in every jump shot. They're not gonna do it. But a guy like Luca, who's literally just oh, 
Yeah. Or Jokic, a, somebody who's just going to park under the, or maybe, maybe Wemby as he matures. Cause he just, he scores so easily. So effortlessly. I mean, he's got to so be a three point shooter though. You got to hit like I mean, Wemby, Wemby can stroke it a bit. I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's too young, but like Lu, Luca could do it. Well, I mean, it could be Embiid. Embiid. I mean, Embiid had a 60, didn't he? Yeah. Or 70, no, 70, 70, 70. Yeah. yeah. If he gets I mean, hot, I mean, he's, he's a shooter. Yeah. Yeah. He's a shooter. He's a shooter. All right, boys. Any final thoughts? Anything you want to talk about? Any last uh, topics here? Uh, we we'll save World War Three for another day. If you like, sure. If we if we survive till next week, we could talk about it. Next week we're gonna need a lot of filler. It'll be 19 weeks in a row for us, boys. 19 in a row, which I'm very proud of. Uh, that's uh, hey Thursday night. I, I, you guys don't care about it. That NFL skills competition, though, I actually enjoy it. Don't I enjoy it at all. Wait, this week? Next week? It's fake Pro Bowl weekend. No, it's Thursday. I football and everything. Oh, we're going to the we're going we're doing we're doing your favorite activities. We're going to the gun range and then the eating steaks. So never done it. Sounds you want to go? Nah. I'll send you. I'll send you the details. Nah, nah. I'll send John too. John, that seems like something John would enjoy. They, they take my Republican card uh, when I go anti-gun. <laughs> <laughs> FP, anything from you, buddy? Uh, no, nothing really. Uh, I mean. Okay, we gotta, we're we're going to have to talk prop bets. That's what we're going to have to use for food. We will do a we could do a whole segment on prop bets. Make yeah. sure you tell LP that we delayed the start time for him and it was really nice of him to join us. Yeah. LP's been on delay for 15 years now. Listen, hey, hey, listen. I'm I'm a man of routine so I, I can appreciate his routine too. And we'll we'll get him on here soon. We'll probably, we'll try to do maybe a two-parter next week cuz I'd like to get Razzy in here to give us his prop bets. Uh, I think that would be a good segment for you and him maybe to to trade uh, back and forth on. You know, a couple things you're looking at. We the, the prop bet on the score, I got I got really excited about the score. I think I think I think, I think prop bets on the score. You, I think you hit on something doing a doing a first quarter correct instead of an entire game correct. It's much yeah. easier to predict. Well, yeah, I mean do a seven like if you put if you put a couple bucks on a seven seven, ten, ten, three, seven, like just pick yeah, four yeah. or five different combos. If it hits, one if one of them hits, you're gonna make some money. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll discuss it more. I like it. We'll see. Thank you for hanging out with us. 50 minutes into the show. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Shows DTC available on all social media platforms and anywhere you get your podcast. Just type in DTC or Defeating the Curse. We will pop up. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, wherever. We are everywhere. Thank you for hanging out with us. Until next week, we are out.